Welcome to episode number 55 on the My Story Podcast. The My Story Podcast features interviews with leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs, interesting people who tell their stories and the life lessons they've learned along the way. My goal is to inspire you to live a life of meaning and purpose. Hi, my name is Conrad Weaver. I'm a documentary filmmaker, storyteller, entrepreneur, and the host of this show, the My Story Podcast. And I'm so glad you stopped by to listen to the show today. Today's show is sponsored by the documentary film PTSD 911. This is a documentary feature film that explores the struggle of emergency first responders who battle the demons of post-traumatic stress, but are often afraid of the very real threat of losing their job if they ask for help. My goal for the film is to educate the public, smash the stigma of asking for help, and inspire change at the agency level to help first responders be better prepared for and deal with the stress of the job. Learn more at ptsd911movie.com. That's ptsd911movie.com. Jerry K. Majudi is the creator of Farmhouse Love. Jerry K. and her husband started flipping houses and in the process created an Instagram account showing their DIY projects along with more styled photos of their home. She is all about creating stylish spaces for your home on a budget. Because of this, Jerry Kay has become an influencer on Instagram with nearly 43,000 followers. She loves sharing products to help businesses grow and has been able to create some really amazing spaces with the company she's working with. Stay tuned for her story. Hey, if you enjoy this show and get something out of it, please do a couple of things for me. First, please subscribe and then leave a review. This really helps me know who's listening and that you enjoy what you hear. And you'll help more people discover the show and perhaps their purpose through the stories they hear. Thanks for being a part of this community of listeners. I'm so grateful for your faithful support. And now here's my interview with Jerry K. Majudi. Well, Jerry Kay, welcome to the My Story Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about who you are and what do you do? Well, I am Jerry Kay McJudy, and my husband and I have been married for almost nine years. We have two little precious little boys. They are four years old and six months old. Um, My husband and I actually own a lawn care company. Um, So we are business owners, and I am also a blogger and a influencer. So, And you're obviously from the South. (laughs) Yes, I am from the South. We're from um, Alabama, born and raised in Hoover, Alabama, and my husband is too. So we have lived here all of our life. And how can I tell that? Uh, maybe my accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm very familiar with that accent because I have a sister who lives in uh, Gulfport, Mississippi. Okay. And my wife is actually from South Carolina. So uh, okay. it kind of runs in the family. So. Gotcha. Got a little Southern twang. <laughs> Got a little Southern twang. Yeah, I don't, yeah. but I'm a, I'm a, as my wife would call me a damn Yankee because I come from Ohio. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and I moved to right. South Carolina and I stayed for a while. So, you know, that's when the, that's when you add the damn to it, I guess. <laughs> right. Right. So, so tell me about you were you were you're born and raised in the South. Uh, what was life like in the South growing up? 
just easy and chill. You know, we, we spend a lot of time outside. We, um, we live about four to five hours from the beach. So we'd go to the beach every summer. Um, we have orange beach and, um, it's literally just driving distance. So we go to the beach all the time and it's just easy, simple living here in Birmingham. So my husband and I have both grown up in Hoover. So we have never lived on the outskirts of Hoover. So we're city people and it's just easy going, you know, it's not too fast paced, but it's also not farm life. Mm -hmm. You got involved in doing some home decorating, interior design. How did you get into that? I mean, you, you guys have a business doing lawn care, but how did you get right. into the home interior design work? Right. Well, we um, we bought our first home about 10 years ago. Um, it was a 1978 home. Um, so it had the old green tile. It, had, it, need, it needed Shag a little carpet. bit of love. <laughs> uh, yes, it did. It did. <laughs> TLC. So we um, bought our first house when we got married and we decided we wanted to do a bunch of DIY projects. So that's where we kind of started. We started anywhere from flooring, painting, we would do shiplap, we renovated our kitchen, we renovated all three bathrooms, we built a crazy big fireplace and then we ended up selling our house. So we just kind of just started there and we, we love projects, we love the DIY. You know, we try not to hire a ton of stuff out, but that's kind of where we got started. And that's just where my just influencing and home decor. And I really got into the home decorating um, when we first bought our house. So what inspires you when you take on a project like that? What's kind of your inspiration that, you know, you go into a room and you get this idea to do this? What What inspires you? Being on a budget. <laughs> everyone <laughs> loves to decorate but it's it's the budget aspect it can be I expensive always, right yes it can be very very expensive mm -hmm. so i try to tell all of my followers and people that follow me that you can have a really nice room but it can be on a budget you do not have to go spend thousands and thousands of dollars to make a room nice and like i say small things like lighting or paint or changing hardware cabinets can make a big difference but you don't have to spend a whole lot of money mm -hmm. So now, I there's just, there's a very famous couple in a state, a few states west of you that have this shop that I've been to in this town mm -hmm. called Waco. And you walk in there and you're like, holy cow, I can't afford any of this stuff in here. Right, right. <laughs> Joanne and Chip. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so, so where do you find that those things to to make those amazing rooms that you create? And where do you find those uh, less expensive products? So normally I will always start at like an, like an off brand store. So either like a TJ Maxx or a home goods. Um, I, I love Walmart. Walmart has really stepped up their home decor game. Um, Target is a great place as well. Um, so I just try to go in where it's going to be cheapest, but you're going to get good quality, but you don't have to go and spend a ton of money. Because, I mean, we have the high-end stores here in Birmingham, but when you have kids and you're on a budget, you don't want to go spend $10,000 on a, a, a room. You know, I, I try to show everyone that you can really have a nice space just with spending maybe $500. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes, and we built a house here uh, 15, 16 years ago, and you often just get kind of the construction grade 
stuff, you know. Right. The, 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 the kitchen is just the basic construction grade, you know, appliances. Right. And and so it's pretty boring, pretty, I mean, everything's painted right. white, you know. And so if you just have, walk into a white room, what do you do? What's the first thing we should do? Well, if it has a big old wall, I'd put an accent wall on it. We um, we built our house three and a half years ago, and that is kind of what we have done. So we basically, we didn't pay for any of the crazy upgrades. We paid for you know, a couple of them, granted or whatnot. But we said, hey, we're going to do these DIY projects ourselves. So that's what we have done in our house that we have built. So I would go in and say, hey, maybe there needs to be some beams. You can go to Home Depot and buy a couple boards and make the faux beams that are hollow for a fraction of the cost that a builder is going to charge you. So I would maybe add some beams if you're going for the farmhouse look, you know, add some beams, add an accent wall. You can even put, you know, scotches on the side. And there's really a lot, like if you have a blank space, you really can add minimum, again, on the budget to make it look really good. What's the craziest thing that you did to one of your ho- your homes that you just thought we could never do this, we could never afford this, we could never figure out how to do it? What's the craziest thing that you did? Um, probably we just renovated our um, bathroom downstairs, our, our uh, basement is it, it's plumbed and everything, but mm-hmm. we, it, it was bone dry. It, it was just a stud. So my husband started with the sheetrock and, you know, I set a budget and, you know, I got quotes up to twenty-five, $30,000 and we were able to stay under $7,000 doing a project and completely renovating a really nice bathroom. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I never said I, I would never have my, dream farmhouse bathroom and with that I was able to get my dream farmhouse bathroom <laughs> with a really really tight budget because I shopped around hmm. and you just kind of work the deals and figure out where the where the savings is right yes I would I we went to Home Depot we went to Lowe's we bought a tile on clearance that I love we ended up high we did hire um, a guy to help us with the tile and we worked you know we worked the deal and everything we said hey if you can do it for this you know, maybe we can come back and, you know, get you to do some more work. And my husband did probably 50% of it. And then we did have to hire a little bit of, of it out. Even with that, I mean, we were still able to stay under budget. And I couldn't believe that we have a brand new bathroom for under $7,000. Hmm. So what, besides just the money savings, what motivates you to do what you do? I think um, as far as like, I love sharing products. And being a small business owner, I love sharing products for companies to be able to grow their company. Mm. Um, I love, you know, because a lot of companies send me items and I get paid to promote their products. And I love to see small businesses thrive. And that's what I love to do. I love to see people to be able to grow their following, you know, get their numbers up, get their revenue up. And I love just helping them to be able to do that. And you can do that because you've got a pretty good size following on, on your social sites, correct? Yes, I do. Yeah. So what uh, I think Instagram, it's like around 35,000 followers, something like that. It's, I think it's at 41, 41,000 and my Facebook 11,000. Okay. Wow. So how did you get there? How how did you get 41,000 followers on Instagram? 
Oh gosh, it's so much work. With Instagram, they change your algorithms so much and it's just constant work and it's just constant having to post every single day. And then, um, you know, when you go and post, they say you need to stay on for an hour after you post so you can go and comment and, you know, comment on people that are commenting on your photo and then go engage on Instagram photos and everything. Cause the whole thing about social media is about being social. Sure. You know, that's, that's what Instagram wants to see is you being social and going and being social and interacting with other different accounts. Mm-hmm. Now you stay pretty focused on, on your main Instagram page. You, you stay pretty focused on the interior design, decorating uh, genre, right? Yes, correct. I have worked with um, a couple other like food companies and cleaning companies. And um, I just worked with HelloFresh yesterday. Um, So I do kind of branch out, but I also keep that like little niche into like, you know, my home decor as well. And the people who are providing you products and and, paying you for some of that promotional stuff, because they want to see that they understand who your audience is, right? Right, right. And so you're pushing that you're kind of promoting those materials through. So did, so full disclosure, did you ever get something that you're like, this is just crap. I'm not going to promote this. <laughs> um, I have gotten a couple of things and I will, you know, talk to the company or they may send me the wrong thing. I'll say, Hey, you know, like, this is not what we talked about. Can we do something else? They're like, Hey, I just cannot promote it. It may be mm-hmm. like a rug. It won't lay down. I was like, I can't post it because the rug won't lay down and it just will not look good in my photos. So, I mean, there are times and the companies are really, really great to work with. And they typically understand. I haven't ever had a company to say, well, sorry, tough luck. Mm-hmm. You're on your own. So, <laughs> yeah. But. Cause per, you know, personally, I don't, I mean, I don't have any companies that are paying me to do that yet, but uh, you know, I would, for me, I would only like promote those things that I already use or would right. certainly use, you know, right. It just makes sense. Right. Uh, and that's what I try to do. I try to reach out to companies or if they reach out to me, I, I, I say no to a bunch of companies just because I can't, I can't fit into my schedule. And, you know, if it's, you know, promoting like a pen, you know, I can't, you know, I have two kids, you know, mm-hmm. I, I also run a long care company on the other side. I can't, you know, promote something that i genuinely don't really you know care about or you know that I know my followers won't care about and it's just the time it takes a lot of time to take the picture edit it a lot of times you have to get content approved Hmm. um so then that takes a couple days and if it doesn't get approved then you have to go back and you have to rework everything or reword everything so it's it's a lot of work so it's not just posting pretty pictures and you know going to the bank (laughs) <laughs> right. No, no, not at all. There's a lot more to you have to style everything. And there may be times where if it's raining for two or three days, I can't shoot. I can't take pictures because I can't, the lighting's not really good. And I have to, you know, raise my blinds up. And if it's just dark and gloomy outside, my pictures aren't good. And obviously I want the best for the company, you know, so I have to wait three or four days and I have to, you know, explain to the company, Hey, it's been raining for the last four days. I can't get any shots right now. And then normally when we have a sunny day is when I take all of my pictures and mm-hmm. everything for the companies. Do you, do you kind of uh, schedule out those things or do you have them, you know, automate so they automatically go up, you know, posting every day? I do. So I make a list every single week. I'll say, Hey, I need to post X, Y, and Z. And then, um, so if it's a sponsored content, I typically do something. Um, so like if I have like five companies I'm working with in two weeks, I spread them out. So then, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's more 
genuine. My followers don't get tired of just seeing sponsored content. Um, So I may do like, Hey, Easter decor is coming up. I may show how to like um, decorate an Easter decor. And then I space everything out. And then obviously if content is due, I have to, you know, schedule it around that as well. Mm -hmm. So how important are reels? these days on Instagram. <laughs> well, that that is how Instagram has kind of changed it now. That's reels are kind of how people are seeing and how people are growing. So um, a, reels are really important these days. Um, that is how the, that's kind of what Instagram wants to see right now. So um, reels, you know, obviously keep kind of go on and on and people will share and share and share. And that's how people gain more followers and or whatnot with the post you know you kind of post it and for 24 hours and it kind of just disappears so mm-hmm. that's it that's what instagram really wants to see right now in the reels so for the uninitiated explain what a reel is well a reel it can either be a 15 or a 30 second video and normally i'm doing like a quick diy project so maybe like um i do um dollar tree projects so i did one back a couple weeks ago and i did a succulent plant. So I showed me going into the Dollar Tree, me buying the stuff, me putting it all together. So they're really, really short clips, like one to three seconds. You compress it all together. You put some video or you put some music with it and then you can add wording and then there's your reel. Mm-hmm. Then you just post that onto, onto your reels page. Yep. So what, what, what kind of program do you use to edit that together? I'm assuming you're doing it on your phone. I do. I do everything on my phone. Um, I either use, it's called Canva. I use Lightroom, but with the reels, you can do everything straight through Instagram. Oh, you can. I, I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay. Yep. Cause yeah, I've been kind I of did. messing around with it. I, I posted a reel the other day, but what I did is actually, I shot it with something. I, you know, I'm a video guy. So I put it right. on my computer. I edited it, you know, in the right format for Instagram. Then I uploaded it, you know, through actually, I know I sent it back to my phone and then uploaded it there. Right. Uh, so, but you can all do the whole thing in reels. You can, I typically, I will do um, a reel, like the short videos on my iPhone and then I will upload them that way. But you can, like if I'm doing like a quick little craft or DIY project, you can do all the videoing in your reel and then you can just keep adding on and you can just pick if you want 15 second or the 30 second. Okay. Okay. And in, in Instagram, then you can add the text and other Correct. And, and music as well? or Yes, you can add the music, yes. I think you might have to have a creator account. Okay. Um, I know sometimes I've helped a couple of people. They, sometimes they say their music works. Sometimes they say it doesn't. I sometimes suggest either switch to a creator account or a business account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mine's a business account. I think for okay. I have like I, I think I have six Instagram accounts or something. But oh. uh, <laughs> it's kind of a I have one for every movie I make. Right. You know, so then I have one for my business, one for my personal. And so, yeah, it's just, it's just convoluted. And one for the podcast, obviously. Right. So, right. Right. So I stay busy. Right. Uh, although some of the on. some of the older films that I have, I kind of let those kind of just sit there. I haven't I don't do much there. Every once in a while I might post something. But uh, right. for the current movie, I'm posting, you know, every week, multiple times a week. Uh, not quite every day. I probably should. But uh but then, then for the podcast, you know, a couple times a week. So, right. Uh, yeah. And so it, it's been fun just to gain an audience that way. I know for the movie we've, you know, we're pushing, we're, we just crossed 900 followers this past wow. week. So That's we're great. excited about that. And, but yeah, it's, it's a fun way to connect with people. And now I'm actually starting to use the brand new app 
of Clubhouse. Oh, I haven't heard of that. Clubhouse is an audio only app. Okay. So it's live. So you're, it's just a live chat room, basically, and you find the subject that you're interested in and you have people in there talking and they invite you to the platform or to the stage and you turn on your microphone and you can talk. Wow. And I, once the room's done, it's done and it's not, you know, you can't go back and rewatch it or re, right. re-listen to it. So, and, and it, it, you have to be invited to it. So, cause it's mm-hmm. still in beta. And so a friend of mine invited me and I already got like over a hundred followers on there. So. Wow. Yeah. That is great. And I'm kind of using it to using it to uh, grow my podcast audience. I'm actually now already been invited on someone else's podcast because of that. Oh, that's great. So yeah, this is a cool little, cool little thing that I'm doing. So what's a piece of advice that you've been given in your business or in your personal life uh, that helped you, you gain success? I think just to be yourself, um, you do have an audience and you do have, you know, a lot of eyes and ears on you every single day. And I feel like just being yourself, you know, is truly just the heart of, I mean, just of me and what what you need to do with the Instagram world. Because, I mean, it can, you know, you do get, you know, people that, you know, disagree with you and that is okay. You know, but I just think as, you know, an influencer, just being true to yourself and just loving what you do and just, you know, going for it. Mm -hmm. What are some of the challenges that you've had in, in building your business? I think just overcoming, just speaking in front of people. Um, In college, I failed a online speech class, you know, and, you know, 10 years forward, I'm here talking to collectively 50,000 people every single day, just sharing what I do and sharing my life and sharing business and sharing my kids and sharing home decor. So it's just, it really has resonated with me just coming where I was and then how far I've really come. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what are your goals? What do you, where do you hope to, to go with this? Oh gosh. Well, Besides, you know, like retiring, <laughs> you know, in the Bahamas someplace. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I mean, you know, the followers are great, but I have really made great friends connections mm-hmm. through the Instagram world. And, you know, there's people that I talk to every single day and, you know, I guess just, you know, just keeping those connections with people. And, you know, I do have a couple of people that are on my bucket list that I would love to work with. And, um, you know, there's a couple, you know, influencers that I idol that I would love to meet one day just to kind of pick their ear and, you know, get to kind of know them. And, you know, I don't have, you know, crazy, crazy goals, but just, you know, just, you know, just settle goals that I would just love that, you know, I would, I would just love. Well, uh, I have to say this, that I'm one handshake away from Chip Gaines. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) My son in law, Uh my son in law worked. So he and my daughter live in Waco. They're going to be moving Uh here in a couple of months, but they live in Waco and he worked at Lowe's part-time while he was in in seminary. Mm -hmm. And one day Chip came in and he just happened to run into him. And Chip was like, Hey, can you help me find such and such? And they walked all over Lowe's looking for whatever Mm -hmm. he's looking for. (laughs) He was like, I just kind of kept my calm, just kind of had to chill out. He just, you know, he's just another customer, you know? (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. I love Joanne and Chip. They are, they are great. Yeah. So that was kind of a cool thing. So what are some of those, what are some of the life lessons you've learned along the way? 
Um, I think just, you know, like everything you do is hard. You know, having a job is hard. Being an influencer is hard. It's like just never giving up. You know, there's so many times where I get in the funk or I don't want to do that DIY project or I don't want to submit the content or maybe I kind of second guess myself. Like, hey, I don't know that I'm good enough. I don't know that this picture is good enough. You know, I would just say, you know, don't give up. You know, just be true to yourself. Don't give up and you will, you'll get somewhere. So, you know, I'm just, I'm really interested in, in the process of what you do. Cause I've, I've kind of set up some processes for me for the podcast, you know, where I do certain things on certain days. And, you know, now Fridays is kind of my podcast day where I prepare the next week's, all the next week's uh, social media posts and all that. So, you know, and I've caught it down to a science where I can be done in an hour. I can write all these, you know, tweets and Instagrams and Facebook posts and they just automatically go out the next week and I don't have to worry about it. So what's your process in, in on a on a daily or a weekly basis? How do you not drive yourself crazy trying to, <laughs> trying to do all these things? Well, I typically like if I have like scheduled content uh due. So like this week I had two posts due. So basically I'll make sure that my pictures are um, taken and then I'll start editing them. Um, and then just depending on what the company wants, sometimes the company wants three pictures and then I have to later on submit, um, maybe 10 or 15 photos. So I make sure that, um, my photos are taken, lighting is good. And then I go and edit, edit them. And then I will go in and make a little, um, like, I guess where you can just go in, go ahead and do the post but you can just save it in there. So then I go ahead and make like two or three of them where then the next day, you know, cause on Instagram, it tells you the best time to post and everything. Um, so then I can go in there and just hit post. So then the night before the day before two, two days before I will go in make sure all my writing is fine. Cause I do have to use certain hashtags. I do have to tag the company and do all that. So I make sure that that is all done prior um, because I never know like the next day if, you know, my kids are going to be sick, if I'm running late or something to make sure that I like post the content on time and everything. Mm-hmm. What's the next big thing for you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I have a couple of people that I would absolutely love, but there's a couple companies. Um, my husband and I have a couple DIY projects um, that we have that we're doing or that we would like to do. You know, we're just enjoying everything right now, but I kind of feel like in the next month, we're going to be doing a DIY project. So, mm-hmm. And one of them is uh, putting up a wall. So it's going to be a pretty big project. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to work with a couple of companies doing that because they're like a brick wall. So mm-hmm. like I said, it's going to be a, a big project. Mm-hmm. So. And and people can hire you as well as a consultant or as a advisor for for DIY projects, right? Yes. Yes. So I do um, consulting. Um, so I don't get into like the nitty gritty of doing like drapery and ordering like custom furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, I do more like um, helping people style. Um, I have done uh, FaceTime consulting, helping people like, hey, you can use that lamp or you can use that sconce or move this or move that, move that mirror. Um, and I also do where if you live in Birmingham, you can go shopping with me. I have like a wholesale license where you can actually get wholesale furniture. Um, where I go. So they can. Um, so just depending on what they want. And I just kind of, you know, I try to tell them, Hey, you can use what you have. And then we kind of go from there. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you've really, you're kind of creating a, just a real future for you, right? 
Right. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to say congratulations on your success. And uh, thank you. So where can people find you? What's the best way for people to find you? I am on Instagram. Um, my handle is JK underscore farmhouse love. And then I'm also on Facebook. It's just farmhouse love. And so why farmhouse love? I just, I love the farmhouse. I just love the farmhouse love. I just, I love the look of it. I love just the, just everything about farmhouse. So, and I just, I love to love. So I'm like, okay, let's just add, you know, the love to farmhouse. So mm. I'm, I'm trying, I'm in the process of branding my name and doing some fun things. So I'm hoping, you know, mm. you know, maybe a couple of t-shirts come out here and there. <laughs> so we, um, I just, I just, I love the farmhouse look mm. and that's how I came up with the name. Awesome. Well, congratulations. And uh, for those of you who live in the Birmingham area, check check out Farmhouse Love and uh, go on her website and and hire her to help you uh, design your your next project. Yes, thank you. <laughs> sure. So, you know, I, I make documentaries and, and when you make a film, you write this thing called a log line. It's kind of a description of the movie. Mm -hmm. So I like to ask this. So when the movie about your life is made, what will the log line be? Oh, gosh. Tell <laughs> <laughs> me I'm spot there. In a world oh. of design and... <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, in a world, you would have pretty rooms on a budget. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I really do appreciate you taking time to talk to me here on the Thank My you. Story podcast. And Thank uh, we you. will get this out to you real quick. Give me a tip on what's the best way to, uh, what, what, what are some tips on putting great photos on Instagram? Great photos, just the lighting, mm -hmm. lighting, and then, um, also the editing. And what so, kind of things should I edit? What, what the, the cropping, the, the, the colors, the size, what, well, I try, I try to steer away from like the, um, like a lot of people have gone to like the orangey type filters. I try to just mm -hmm. keep everything white and bright. Mm -hmm. um, so just steer, like, you know, just you can move your, move your exposure. You can move your whites and just make everything a little bit brighter. Um, I use, um, it's called color story for my editing. Mm -hmm. I, like what I always say is make sure that the photo is like good and then you can edit it. But then, like I said, I always stay away from like the orangey type. Mm -hmm. It, it, it kind of like distorts the picture a little bit um, mm -hmm. where you can't really even see what's going on in the picture. So I just try to say, you know, just do the just bright and airy uh, photos. Mm -hmm. And hashtags are pretty important too, right? Yes, they are. So you can use anywhere from like 15 to 30 hashtags. So your hashtags need to go with the photo. So if you're photographing like a video or if you're on a farm or if you were, you know, taking a picture of the group eating, you know, you could, you know, hashtag, you know, like, you know, group or, you know, just make sure you're doing like hashtags that are, um, you know, according to like the photo. You can't just kind of use a hashtag that's kind of trending today and throw that in there. Right. Well, they say don't use hashtags that have like when you when you type in the hashtags, you can see how many um, it will say like two million or four million people have actually seen mm -hmm. that. But they say use hashtags between 100,000 and 900,000 mm -hmm. because you're more likely to be seen. Mm -hmm. um, so when I do hashtags, I'll do like hashtag farmhouse 
style because farmhouse is like up, up in the like seven to eight million. And okay. so when you do that, it's just, it gets just bumped down so far and then people can't see it. Mm-hmm. So I try to stick with, you know, hashtags. I mean, there's some hashtags, you know, maybe only 500 people have used it. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll do like, I posted um, my HelloFresh post today. So I'm, I would do like kitchen eats instead of just kitchen because kitchen's so mm-hmm. broad. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love cooking with HelloFresh. You know, that one really narrowed it down. So they say you have a better chance being seen or someone coming across your photo if the um, followers on the hashtag is smaller, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you have a hashtag with 5 million, have 5 million posts, that's going right. to get lost in the weeds, right? Right, right, yeah. right. Well, very good. Very good tips. And I'll try to work on my hashtagging. Right. <laughs> I, I, mean, I use hashtags quite a bit, but sometimes I, I, I just kind of, you know, don't. I haven't thought about, you know, really that focused hashtag as to, you know, how many, I always thought, well, if there's 5 million people that have used this, you know, yeah, it's going to get seen. Right. Right. So Opposite. I need to yeah. rethink Opposite. that. Yeah. 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 Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Very good. Well, Jerry K, thank you for, for joining me today. And thanks thank for the Thank you so much for Instagram. having me. Thanks for the Instagram tips. And uh, we'll be following you and your progress on Farmhouse Load. Thank you so much. Jerry Kay, thank you for sharing your story. Thanks for your creativity and passion for sharing your tips on styling a home on a budget. Now, I need to run to the store to see what kind of deals I can find to dress up my office. Hey, be sure to check out Jerry Kay's work at farmhouselove.co. That's farmhouselove.co. Thanks for listening to the show today. And if you enjoy what you hear, please leave a review and a rating. This lets me know what you like and how I can improve the show. And please share this episode with a friend or a colleague. The music on today's show is from my friend, Drew Davidson. You can get all of his music at iTunes or Spotify or at drewdavidson.com. Finally, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you won't miss an episode. That's the subscribe button. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again next time on the My Story Podcast. Podcast.